0: Welcome to Next Steps, the midweek podcast from Blackhawk Church. I'm Chris Kopp, one of the pastors here. And today we are continuing in part two of our conversation on evangelism with pastors Tiffany Malloy and Matt Mesker. Uh, last week we talked a little bit about how we can develop relationships with those around us and continue to invest in people that are already in our lives. And then we're gonna turn a corner today to talking uh, practically about approaches that we sometimes use to sharing our faith. We'll talk about asking questions, sharing our stories. And then at the very end, we will talk about what motivates us and why we're passionate about sharing Jesus with those around us. And uh, you'll wanna listen to the end for that. So without further ado, let's jump into that conversation. So we've talked a, a bit about developing relationships with some of the people around us. Um, let's get really practical for a little bit as we, um, yeah, as we kind of wrap up this conversation. So as Christ followers, yeah, we're developing relationships. Like we said, we also want to look for opportunities to share about the most important thing in our lives and that's our relationship with Jesus. So what does it look like for you guys to know kind of how to turn the corner towards spiritual things or to, to discern what that should look like or the timing of that? Um, anything you would share along those lines? Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: One, I feel like that's always hard. Yeah. And I feel, and if I'm honest, I, you know, I mean, and I'm one of the three professional Christians in the room. I feel like every time I do that, I'm second-guessing myself.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Is this the
1: right time? Mm-hmm. Am I reading the tea leaves correctly? Yeah. Am, I step, am I overstepping? <laughs> am I understepping? And then I get done with the conversation. I'm like, did I do that right? Did I not? Should I have said more? Uh, I think I said too much. Did I offend them? Yeah. I mean... There's just always. I've never had a point where, or I've had very few where I just feel like that was a slam dunk. Yeah. I nailed that. Yeah. God, I don't yeah. know. I don't know
0: yeah. if you guys would agree with no, that. Totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I still can think of conversations I've had where like I re- I regret it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know I just, I'm feeling very awkward right <laughs> now I as I am sitting here. Right <laughs> and not, I don't regret being bold yeah. and saying something, but I. Yeah, just something in like the um, the posture of that conversation, or like f- for me in this one instance, I'm thinking of like had a, a great conversation, and then man, life just kind of happened, and I like that was the last time we talked to each other for mm-hmm. like a year, and I'm like, they probably they weren't a project in my mind, but they probably just felt like they invited us over for dinner to be able to share this thing with us, which wasn't the intention. Um, so I look back at yep. mistakes that that I've made and things that I could have done better. Yeah. It's always, it's always Mm -hmm. difficult to know how to do that and to, to do that well. And in the context of relationship. Yep. Yep.
2: I remember um, when we used to live in Philly, we were surrounded by um, families like kind of on all sides of our, of our house that um, we were all grad students and um, they were all of a particular um, religion. And so I remember Realizing the moment when I was being evangelized by them. and it like, a and I remember mm. feeling that, like, okay, you guys know I went to seminary. Like, you know, I'm in this, like I'm in this. So like, you're not going to get me out of it. And, um, (laughs) but I remember just like the moment when I'm like, oh, I'm a project. Like, like it just felt like you pushed too far. Right. So, so I'm always cognizant of that feeling of like, they didn't read the room. Like they were saying things and I was backing up and they just kept moving forward. And so I'm trying, as I'm talking, I try to like, say a question move forward and then just see how they react and if they like like if if they put their hands up then a lot of times I'll Let's back that train up. And I'm like, well, Lord, give me an opportunity a different time. You yeah, know? Yeah. because um, totally. I do feel like that's it's the worst feeling. And it makes you, yeah, it can make you feel like I actually don't want yeah. to be in this relationship anymore. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. I'm always just trying to feel cognizant of that. Yeah. And yeah. um another thing though, is sometimes I'll just ask them the questions that I want them to ask me. And yeah. that mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's like, well, yep. if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you like you right. asked. Um right. sometimes that doesn't happen because they're not interested. They don't care. Yeah. But um yeah. oftentimes it will kind of turn into this conversation that feels healthy and, um, out of the sense of friendship yeah. and curiosity about each other's lives and yep. being able to share Like and Asking,
0: then- asking good questions like is so huge. Like whether it's the question that you want them to ask you or just intentional about like what's going on in their lives, or you can even ask like, what kind of a. Spiritual background? Do you have what What's kind of your story with that? Uh, but yeah, asking questions to pull things out of people, and yeah, if we go into it with an agenda of here's the here's the four things that I want to yeah share in the conversation, that doesn't typically go super well. But if we can have a spirit of curiosity of like genuinely wanting to learn more about this person, um, and being open to yeah, I want to hear what what you believe about things in a genuine way, um, and asking good questions along the line. I think that goes a long way.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you guys more. I feel like asking questions is a huge thing. Oftentimes the questions that I'm looking for are like, you know, are like, I mean, because they know I'm involved with a church. You know, I'll ask people like, hey, did you ever go to church? What, Like, what was your, you ever had church experiences? Mm-hmm. Those are always fun stories, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, they can be, they can yeah. have lots connected to <laughs> them, but they can be really fun. Um, and uh it, Again, I feel like in some of these circumstances, for them, for another person to all of a sudden feel like this is a comfortable place Mm. to have the conversation and a safe place Mm. to have the conversation gets you farther down the line later on. Mm. So, I, you know, I, it, it, one of the things I think about, I mean, it used to be when we would go out on the streets to do evangelism, you would get to the end of the night, you would come back and you would count conversions, Mm. you know, like how many people Mm. came to know Jesus, Mm. how much of the outline did you get through? Mm. And I, the way I try to think of it now is more counting conversations. Mm. Yeah, Like what are the conversations that you have and where do they go? And then, and then once I get to the place, a lot of times I'll ask permission, Mm. you know, now they could be lying. You know what I mean? They could just be Midwestern nice at that point and say, (laughs) yeah, sure you can (laughs) do that. But inside they're like, (laughs) um, but, um, you know i try to get to a place in a conversation where i'll say where i'll get them interested enough to where i can say hey can, would you be up for me sharing a little bit what we believe like mm-hmm. as as christ followers mm-hmm. what we believe yeah. yeah and once you know and you can tell when they're not completely at least sometimes mm-hmm. i'm not going to say all the time mm-hmm. you can tell when they're not there and when they actually are there mm-hmm. and uh you know just to be able to to share that mm-hmm. and then ask them what they think about things yeah. and but oftentimes, even at the end of one of those conversations, that's not the time where they're accepting Jesus. Right. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but again, it's another step. Yeah. You know, and it's a bigger picture of trusting what what God is is doing. Because mm. I don't want to I don't want to be the person who gets out in front of God, yes. but I also don't want to mm. lag behind. Yeah, that's good. And that's the place I feel like. But I feel like if we're trying to read that, we've got to be able to trust God that He's mm. going to lead us in the midst yeah. of that. And uh, but that's a scary place to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so another practical question here: What are some approaches that we can take to sharing our faith? Do you guys have a go-to way of communicating the gospel itself, or something in particular that you like to share with people when you get a chance to do that? Hmm.
1: That's a good question. I think that I think that for me. I'm trying to think about based upon the relationship that they have and the things that I've heard in the past of the places that I might start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I talk to a, a decent amount of people. I think that for a lot of us, we talk to people who have been burned by the church mm-hmm. in some way in the past and it's yeah. been a turnoff. And so what does it look like to move more towards the, the brokenness of <laughs> the yeah. brokenness of, um, of church, you know, of organized religion in comparison to who jesus was Mm -hmm. you know and i'll try to start in those places for me i mean around blackhawk for a long time we have talked about the story you know i mean and uh and i mean which is really kind of the idea of starting where god created the world he created it perfect you know man fell into sin uh you know god moved towards us by sending a rescuer came to pay a penalty that we could never pay and invites us now to, you know, invites us to be a part of the worldwide restoration project. That's a really short way. If you want more information, we can get that to you. But it's a, I mean, it's a way to be able to move towards that. I also, I honestly, I go towards the thing that I shared at church in the last service. I think it will be the last service by the time we're actually yeah, yep. listening to this. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. But on John three sixteen, circling the three words, God loved, God gave, we believe, we receive. Yep. You know, just of some easy ways just mm-hmm. to be be able to put it out there and start the conversation so
2: yeah I think it's good Matt um I think often for me the way I'm wired I think it comes out of stories uh-huh. um so I personalize it pretty quickly of mm. hey can I share about what God's done in my life yeah. like here's my experience and like kind of walking them through like hey I thought like if I was just good because that's my story if I was yes. just good, like I was good I didn't need God because yes. I really I just really want to be good yeah. but realizing coming to that point where I was like ah oh, being good isn't actually what God's asking me yeah. of me. And so being able to kind of share them how I, you know, how that was revealed to me and what yeah. God does desire and, you know, kind of talking about Jesus that way. Um, so oftentimes I don't move no, This might be bad. I don't actually move them to scripture at that point. It's what? like, I know, um, because I often found a lot of people, they know, they know something about the Bible. It's like true. they know what Christians believe. And so it's often not the truth of like, they know the truth. It's actually, they just don't want to, they don't believe it. Right. Or they don't see the, that it's real. Right. And so I think how I'm wired, that's kind of how I yeah. often yeah. will approach it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which takes us back. I mean, if you, if for any of you listening, if you didn't get a chance to hear Charles's message on sharing our story, mm-hmm. it's one that is worthwhile to be yeah. able to go back, download mm-hmm. the different sheets on Story mm-hmm. Collective and be able to move that yeah. direction.
0: Yeah, I think
2: like growing up, kind of the three, so the three questions of, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with this, but your testimony, right? Like, what was life like before Christ? How did you meet him? And then how has he changed your life? And that mm. kind of simple template, whether that be about your conversion story, whether it be something God's doing in your life right now, um, I think that that sometimes it's a helpful kind yeah. of simple template for me.
0: That's good. Yeah, I find myself sharing my story often, too. I think those, those three questions are great. The story collective resource um, that you can find on our website that Charles referenced. Um, was obviously a lot more more detailed and thinking through our stories. That was super helpful too. But if we can learn like a one to two minute, even just like elevator version of our story that we can share with people, I often find myself um, going to that, which is super helpful. Just mm-hmm. to like, yeah, I know you've heard a lot maybe about Jesus and what you think Christianity is about, but let me tell you how he's changed my mm-hmm. life. And yeah. um, there's something really powerful about that. You know,
1: there's something, Chris, that, I mean, that hit me as you're talking about that, which I think is true most situations that I have in relationships with people, it takes a while to be able to get to this place. Yeah. Because, Tiffany, it's some of the thing that you're talking about. People, there, there are plenty of people who have had church experiences. They know elements of the Bible. To some level, they know what Christians believe. But they they don't buy it. But before they buy it, they want to know if they buy you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's so much of this where they want to hear your story, but they also want to watch the way you're living your life to see if it really is true, what it is that you're saying. So, yep, so there's an element of that that I feel like it, but that's the reality of relational evangelism and the world that we live in. That's so skeptical about so much stuff today Man, it's the place that we find ourselves, but it can be really effective. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. We're moving toward the end here. Um, question for both of you. What, As you think about evangelism and sharing our faith, obviously it can be this scary, daunting thing at times. Um, So what is it that motivates you both to share your faith? Or why are you passionate about telling people about Jesus? Honestly, I feel
2: like it's—he's— like changed my life in the best kind of way. Like I look at how what he's done in me and um I just desire that for other people. I when the truth of like what's revealed in scripture and how he shows up in your daily life and um and then just loving these people like I love them. It's just I want I want them to spend eternity with God, too, because I think it's like what they're designed for, mm-hmm. and um so I think for me, I mean that's probably a simple answer, but um I think it comes out of just this deep love for God and wanting um other people to know that love too.
1: Chris, ask the question one more time
0: yeah uh what basically just what motivates you to to share your faith um what what makes you passionate about telling people about Jesus
1: I think that I think that my answer would go much along the line of Tiffany like when I when I look at life and I look at life without Jesus in comparison to with Jesus um it just feels like a no-brainer um I it's, it's hard for me to <laughs> It's hard for me, and I cry when uh when I think about the idea of people truly experiencing in a broken world mm. the the grace that mm. Jesus desires mm. to show each and every one of us mm. and uh and the love that he wants us to experience that mm. <laughs> was um was shown so incredibly through God sending. Mm. Jesus to this world to do what we could never do like we I look at that story I like I mean I think that for each of us here I mean it's what we've given our lives to and I um You know, I look at my life, I go, I've got one life to live. I want it to matter for the things that matter most and helping people to understand that story. I can't think of anything greater that I could be doing. And that's regardless of whatever job I'm in or whatever I'm doing with my life. Um, I want people to understand the most important thing and I can't think of anything else that's more important than understanding a God who loves us and pursues us mm-hmm. and desires relationship with us and does that through not judgment,
0: but grace. Mm. That's good. Amen to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're if you're listening to this, obviously you can't see us around the table right now. Normally, I would <laughs> I would edit out kind of long pauses before answering. But um, if you would have seen us, it wasn't because we didn't know what to say. But uh, yeah, eyes were starting to mm. get teary seriously. There's <laughs> an element. I'm like, oh, Chris, all... why are you going there? Because <laughs>
1: now I got a lump in my throat, and I oh.
0: um, so yeah, we. We love Jesus and we want others to experience um, him in the way that we have. So um, I think that's that's a good spot to end. Um, Yeah. As you go and you begin to have conversations or continue to have conversations with people, um, yeah, go in the power of the Holy Spirit, love people well, serve people well. Um, you can check out the, the resources page uh, with our ACT series on the website if you want access to the Story Collective resource that we mentioned. And there's other resources there as well. So so feel free to check that out. Uh, anything, any last uh, comments, thoughts, you guys?
2: Maybe I would just add one thing. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, putting myself in the spot of the p- person who's listening. Um, like, it probably is weird a little bit that we're, us three, pastors are talking about evangelism. And so one thing I just would want to say that um, personally is sometimes I get really jealous of people who aren't working in the church. I think of just the incredible opportunity that they get every single day in their workplaces, just love and have these relationships. And sometimes I'm like, I wonder if I should quit so that I can just like have more opportunities to share about Jesus. And so, um, so I just want to encourage, those of you who are not pastors, man, you have an incredible um, opportunity that I will never have. And mm-hmm. um, the way that the place that God has you, I will never be in that place. None of us will ever be in that place. And so um, what, a, what an amazing responsibility and privilege um, that y'all have to do that. And so uh, we want to partner with you and equip you. For and sure. um, But man, so cool.
0: You're on the front lines reaching people that we will never get to come inside the walls of this church. So way to go, you guys. Keep taking steps of faith. That's awesome. Good word, Tiffany. You guys
1: said so much better stuff. I was just going to say, hey, don't miss your chance to go to Cane's and get a (laughs) four-piece chicken meal. Skip the coleslaw, two pieces (laughs) of Texas toast. And let me
0: know what you think. That too, you, you know, good. just make a trip out of it. Like, head <laughs> to Kane's, drive around, uh, yeah, drive drive through the the isthmus, and check out Sonic mm-hmm. on, on the way over there, and then bring it all home and watch the Beatles documentary. <laughs> <laughs> there that's you go. Perfect. That sounds like a great
2: date That's TV, a great date guys. night. I right thought there. we were going to end
0: all teary talking about Jesus, but no, <laughs> it comes full circle. See, it's easy to talk about things that we we that love, and right. uh, Jesus is the same. So, all right. Uh, Hopefully we'll see you guys sometime soon, either online or for in-person worship. Um, Christmas is coming up in a couple weeks as well. So um, er early Merry Christmas, and we'll hopefully talk to you guys soon. Have a great week.